0: Hey, We Gotta Believe listeners, you can find us every Monday and Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. All right, we are live, and the New York Mets just got swept for the first time this season. listen. Is it a sweep?
1: sweep. Two-game sweep.
0: So You got to say two-game sweep. So this is what I'm going to say. Is it a sweep, or is it like... A dustpan. We have the little broom and the yeah. little dustpan. Like it's not yeah. a full blown big broom, right? We're not doing. It and a
1: vacuum a, is a four game sweep. We got, we got, the floors cleaned. We got Swiffer. We got Swiffer. We didn't get, we did swept. <laughs> yes. We got, I like we that. Got a, a, not a Swiffer wet jet. The OG Swiffer that you just kind of give it a once over. We got Swiffer. We didn't get swept.
0: And let me tell you who the the like wet part of the Swiffer is. Jordan Alvarez is the baddest biggest
1: bad man meanest motherfucker i have ever seen in my life man we we got through it in the one inning but when they when they hit bregman to get to him i was like i mean what are we fucking doing here he (laughs) is scary well finish up and we'll get into it because the, the astros are a problem bro
0: yeah so uh i was tweeting it out uh during the first game and i was like Just based on the stories, like, Gary, Keith, and Ron did a good job preparing us for Alvarez as someone that is a very, like, casual fan outside of the Mets. I just basically won 62 with the Mets. I know my surroundings in the NL East. Have an idea what else is going on in the NL. Could not give less of a fuck about the American League, other than, you know, like, everyone roots against the Yankees as Mets fans, right? You just do that. And they were just telling me, like, they're, like, referencing stats where Ted Williams is the only guy to do stuff at this rate. And better than to imagine, I'm like, holy shit, this guy... And I'm, like, tweeting out, like, this – I'm blindly more scared of him than pretty much every player because I think Mac, Mike Trout still is, like, the yeah. gold standard of you fear, especially after we had to face him. And then we faced him, and as I was tweeting that out, he hit the fucking oh. first home run, and I was like, holy shit, and all he did was just shove it up our motherfucking asses. So this was a good, like, reminder. Hey, listen, it's not just the Dodgers. It's not just the
1: Giants. It's not just the Braves and our quote-unquote gauntlet. This was the gauntlet.
0: Fuck yeah. the fucking West
1: Coast trip. This yeah. was the fucking game. no. That's what I was saying. Uh, like we ended up handling the Marlins, but like Marlins into Houston, back to Marlins, back to Houston. If the if the Marlins were the third in the side that they always are, that is that is a worse gauntlet because the Astros are fucking disgusting. <laughs> I mean, thank God they are in the AL. Thank God we'll have to face them in the World Series only because they are gross, dude. I mean, like I, I also think that they're they're a good you know they're a good team with everybody i think that they'll sweep next week too like i i have a feeling the the astros will be like a team that the mets are just not touching right now it is is, we are not built to fight them right now not with the injuries not with the the way we play like it there needs to be we need to do some work if we're going to see them god willing in you know late october
2: that was like the demoralizing loss where it felt like there was nothing we could do to come back right like like we can string together along some hits, and then they just get up and hit another fucking home run, and you're like, Jesus Christ! Like it's just like they're relentless. Just like I, I know,
1: Meek. You had said in the, when we were talking in the group chat, you thought they were going to get another shot in seven, eight, nine. When we had bases loaded, one out, and didn't, I was like, they're just, they're not, they're not. I mean, they had
3: really the tying run up to bat in both the seventh and eighth. I'm pretty sure that's what I meant. Well, but, yeah, I but I
1: mean, it's also different when you have a, just a two yeah. lead. Like you know, you get one man on, you're going to get the tying run to the to the plate. But I do feel like that was, you know, we needed to capitalize right then and there. Uh, but they are like the, the the Dodgers, you know, the Dodgers, I think right now are living a little bit off their reputation because they are banged up and they are like, you know, not the juggernaut they once was. They once were. Uh, and nobody else in the NL like really like scared. Like we were playing good teams and it was like, all right, this is the time that our schedule gets tough. But I never felt like we were like outclassed. It was like we might win, we might lose kind of flip a coin this th- these two games it was like go home practice go home get some more players go home get a better bullpen go home like you know starters need to bring their fucking a game because this shit they are not fucking around
3: yeah and even though yesterday it was 5-3 it did feel like it was like 12-3 like absolutely because just because of the onslaught that happened in the first two innings exactly
1: 5-3 when it was 4 nothing before you could blink is a very different game than, you know, it was two to one, two, three to two, two, three to four, four, you know, that that's a very different type of game. Uh, And I, and, you know, I I was even, you know, for moral victories, which I know we hate, like usually in the past down four, nothing, that's a game where it's like, turn it off, game's over. The fact that we even uh, clawed back and really were right there, base knock would have tied it up. Uh, I was happy with that, but that's, that's about it. That was all there was to take away. And now with the injuries mounting, too, it's like Alcantara coming up, two more with the with the Astros coming up. Like, this is the real test. Forget about fucking the West. We thought the West Coast was hard. West Coast ain't shit compared to the teams we're about to play and the pitchers we're about to face with four pitchers down. And everybody having babies and everybody with, you know, at least a strained this or a bruised that. It's uh, it's it's put up or shut up time, I think, for the Mets. Our
0: our pets' heads are falling off, and they're giving birth to babies, and can no longer be our pets right now either. It's crazy. There's oh, it's, and, the, the miracle of life, and like the like the shadow of death are both showing up on our fucking doorsteps. For real. It's crazy.
1: It's I crazy. feel like I'm in the cra- in the cra- in the cra- right now. People are angels are popping out. I don't know what's going on anymore. Uh, by the way, like I, I don't even know what you say condolences or sorry or just like holy fucking shit man but seth lugo missing the birth of his kid because like the airlines just fucked up is nuts I- I-, I I i wish uncle stevie just broke off some chump change and like flew him out or some shit that is i would be going berserk if i was just oh, sorry we can't get you home you're gonna miss the birth of your kid because i don't know we overbooked or some shit the airlines right now need to clean their shit up just like the Mets. Jesus. Can you gross. imagine
2: a worse 72 hours? Like you let up the grand slam, you lose the game, you go to the airport, you're already fucking pissed that you have to go into the airport in general. And then it's you miss it. Yes. It's Father's Day and then you miss it. Yes. Oh,
1: I forgot
0: about Father's Day. That's a Jeez. double win. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, it was, it's oh. like a
0: script. And I think we, there's one person to blame for that. Nikki the Good was wishing his kid didn't have a fucking like, uh, was leaving sleepless nights.
1: I will let me tell you guys this. I'm not gonna, I, I, I'm, I ain't no snitch. And what, what happens in the group chat stays in the group chat. If you guys saw some of the things that we say <laughs> in the group chat about baseball, I think we'd all be canceled. I don't yeah, think the show would exist
2: anymore. Oh, no,
1: yeah. Don't get me wrong, because I'm, I've always been that guy that is like, I hope your mother dies in a fucking fire, Alvarez. Like I'm just saying whatever comes to my mind, and usually everyone else is like, "Yo, you need to calm down." You guys are the ones. Clem dropped a C bomb two whole time. I I I I actually was so. You
0: have to understand this. I'm also on half day, entire yeah. week, so I have yeah. the the kid just like buzzing around me the whole time. I almost just went on Twitter and just started calling the umpire a cunt. I'm going to say it on the
1: podcast. Cunt, cunt, cunt. Yeah, I don't I mean, care. He, I was furious. In the cunt bombs, we were talking about national tragedies. There, there was some – we were getting <laughs> loose. Got got the got really believe
0: weird. group chat. Let me tell you what. And, all right. So this is going to be me kind of reversing that because I was dark yesterday in a, in a dark place. Um, I was really mad at that umpire yesterday. Really mad. Those really moments, mad. When Mark Canna is like getting upset, yeah. Mr. Fucking like – you know. Like, yeah. you know Fancy shirt, plaid shirt, ironed on his way to the ballpark. Kind of, Marcana is upset. And then Buck finally came out. Let me just say this it was Trevor Williams, and Cookie Carrasco was hurt. And listen, the Astros didn't have their guys either. But those two those two things worked against us here. And we still had a chance to blow the game open. And Eduardo Escobar absolutely butt-fucked us both times. Yep. And I know people are like calling for his head. And I had to just – and I, it's like the easy way is just say, get the fuck off my team. I hate you, Eduardo Escobar. Timothy Ryder, he does uh, – he, he's, he's a good follow on Twitter, good Mets fan. Um, Escobar's first 20 games, 268, 388, 451. Then his next 20, 156, 233, 247. 17 after that, 329, 319, 571. Last seven, 080, 107, 200. We have a streaky hitter. That's what Eduardo Escobar is apparently going to be. It just fucking sucks that his streak is coming at a time where we have to use Dom, who just stinks, and then J.D. Davis, who cannot hit a fastball right down the dick of the plate.
1: Yo, also, like... Yeah. Uh, yes. Like when you're playing this poorly and he knows it and like he said as much, he's like, I don't want to take time off because that's just basically like admitting defeat. And and, and I think he knows it more than anybody. But also like Eduardo Escobar is meant was never meant to be like the guy that the, the 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 guy that drives the ship. You know what I mean? Like he he is kind of what he is like when we get good out of him, good. And he's a he's a low cost player. I don't think you can get that mad at him. Like when people get mad at Lindor, it's, it's like we know it's because of the paycheck. I think Escobar has probably made his money with some of like the hot streaks he's had. It is tough when you get this cold, but we need to be able, the team needs to be able to withstand an Eduardo Escobar cold streak. If we can't, we, there's a lot of other people not doing their jobs. You know, what I mean?
3: I mean, we've seen both sides of the coins. Of Escobar we literally hit for the cycle earlier yeah. this month, but- <laughs>
1: <laughs> like within a matter of, of weeks ago. It doesn't help and, when you have somebody and, and, and that's and calling him out
2: every time he's up at the plate, too. Like, he's branding him as this terrible player, and it's like, no, he had 30 home runs last year. Right, and, and like, even within his
1: cold streak, a couple of games ago, we had a home run. Like, it was, you know, it was when the game <laughs> He had a home run,
3: run Tuesday night!
1: Two days ago. It was with the, when the game was out of reach, so people don't care. But it's like, I don't know. Like, he's, he's cold right now, but Jesus Christ. Like everybody is, you know, uh, going to be good all the time.
3: At his best, he's a league average player that just he'll be really it. hot and really cold. That's it. He's just the league average.
1: Would I like it to just be a steady, you know, like 250 all the time rather than ups and downs? Maybe. I don't know. Those hot yes. streaks were, you know, very integral at, at a time when we need him. I just, I think that right now with the injuries and some of the play, this is probably going to be our first bad week of the year. To be perfectly honest, this will be, with Alcantara coming up, two more with the Astros. I feel like you have to win the other games with the Marlins. Otherwise, like, this will be our first losing streak. And the fact that it's coming on July uh, June 23rd, like, people need to recognize that, you know, a lot of really good teams have had bad weeks far earlier than us, multiple bad weeks, worse weeks than us. Uh, so, like, it's going to happen. It's, it's probably – you know, it's going to happen over the course of 162. It's probably going to happen right now. And, like, please, for the love of fuck, I, I can't even imagine how toxic social media is going to be if we've been as bad as, as Mets Twitter has been when we haven't been bad.
0: Now that we actually <laughs> are going to have a
1: bad week, I, I can't even imagine what you motherfuckers are going to say. Well,
0: first of all, I'm just going to say this, and I don't care if, if I get fucking old take disposed on it. Sandy Alcantara. You're locked in with us. We're not locked in this fucking room okay. with you. You're locked in this room with us. We're coming for his ass. And that fucking ERA is going to take a little hit on Friday. I'm fucking calling it now. I'm responsibly betting on the Barstool Sportsbook tomorrow. I when kinda, I,
1: I kind of don't disagree. Like, part of me thought, like, Alcantara, even DeGrom, had these games every now and then where, you know, you let a few runs in. And I think if there's a team to do it, it's like the Mets who, you know, hit with runners in scoring position and, and you know, play, like, good ball and, and classic baseball. So I think that even Alcantara is going to have to falter, and I think it would be against a lineup like ours. So I'm riding with Clem. Think well, about it. This is
0: his fifth ta- fourth time through the lineup, technically. They had him last year. Sure, week, right. <laughs> again. Don't say
1: whatever you're about to say, Meek.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Fuck no, 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 your no eyes.
3: I have a stat I want to give you on Sandy Alcantara. He's already done this before where he's played the same lineup twice in a week. He did it versus the Braves. Or in May, he went nine. He had a complete game shutout versus the Braves, and then he went eight innings, one run versus them. A oh, week shut later, shut
2: the fuck up, Philip. We didn't need to hear that. <laughs> well, we are
3: better than the Braves. So we will not let that happen.
1: Yeah, fuck yeah. Listen, like that's not going to happen every time. At some point, at some point, you know, the same way the Mets have to have a bad week, eventually Alcantara's got to have a bad game, and if there's ever a time to do it, it's right now. Uh, and and to be honest, I mean, if it wasn't for just. The 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 worst mismanaging of an inning I've seen in a long time. As much as I love Buck, I think we win that game one nothing. I think that Definitely. if we if we if we handled the seven and eight correctly, and I think Diaz would have shut him down. I really think that was a win that was right there. Even though it was like the sixth inning, I really think that should have been a one nothing dub versus Alcantara. Do nothing we and swear we it doesn't totally run out
2: of in the sixth. We ended yeah. up scoring two against them. I think, right, right, right. If someone's going to wear him down. It's going to be this lineup. Like they just need to get to him like early and make him throw a lot of pitches, and then you know it's anyone's ball game. But like my biggest takeaway from this last Astros games is that we need another big bat. Everybody says you need another big bat. If you look at the, like the landscape of who's going to be in the postseason, all of these teams hit home runs at like an alarming clip, and it's like. We can score five runs, but if they're going to hit two or three home runs, they're right in the game with us every single time. You can't. You need. I hate to
1: say it. You need a bat. You need a reliever, and you need like at least a starter. I think we needed a starter, even if people weren't injured. Yeah. Now, I mean, you 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 almost literally like need a starter on like an emergency situation. Go get some journeyman. Go get. You know, pull up some kid from the mine. Whatever you got to do, you almost like have to. How about but- somebody that
2: isn't going to pull themselves the second they feel the slightest discomfort? I, you know how Kyle I feel. Is like-
1: Kyle is a, a old school motherfucker these days? Anytime somebody old feels a strain or a Yo, pull, Goose Galling! Like, you're fake, you- you're fraudulent, it's phony. Yeah.
2: His it's his even Goose Gelling. Goose Gelling over here. Are you fucking you're- kidding me? You have lower back tightness. Like, come, give me a break. And then you're going to say, oh, no, I'm I fine. I walk on a treadmill. I have lower back tightness all the time. You're not kidding. Well, uh, I mean, no, no, no. I just,
1: anytime I, they get in I, trouble, all of a sudden come bother them. I think, though, it's actually smarter to play, like, as much as we all live and die with every fucking game, now is the time to, like, you know, if you are feeling something – don't don't right. push it. Don't be a hero now. These are games against, you know. That's why I was talking about that sixth inning against the, the Marlins. And somebody said, you can't go to Medina in that spot. In what spot? We're playing the Marlins in June. <laughs> if there was ever a time, especially after if, if you put if you put Medina in against Mookie Betts and the and the Dodgers in the 10th inning with a man on in running in scoring position, you can put that kid in any position. But also, you know, these spots are not really you know important uh on on a a big scale right now so i think you know as much as it sucks that it's all coinciding if you are feeling a strain of this or uh, a pinch of that like unfortunately now is the time to address it but at some point it's like who's left to pitch
0: and i'll I'll tell you this is just my dumb baseball fan brain working i don't think there's the mri hasn't come back on cookie right nothing no it's
3: happening today or tomorrow
0: when i heard lower back tightness i'm like shit he he'll, he'll start the next – like, if it was shoulder, elbow, forearm, anything like that, I'd be like, he's going to die. Cookie is dead, basically. He's going to have to retire. However, with a back tightness, which is is a, is a legitimate injury potentially, I'm like, he's fine. That's just the way i I'm, yeah, I'm just happy it
3: wasn't a hamstring because that's what kept yeah. him out like three months last year and fucked his season. So, they, back tightness uh, will they, for now.
1: I think they should have a tube in the clubhouse. Do they have, like, x-ray machines and shit on, on – on- campus on site they have
3: x-rays not mri i'm pretty sure get the
1: fucking tube in there man like cohen for real like get the tube in there you know in between innings pop a guy in there and be like no don't worry you're okay get back out there <laughs> how, how is there like how do they not have like icy hot commercials every
0: fucking time like this hit by pitch is brought to He's you by, ice, pack, by. Or yeah. fucking
1: ice packs or whatever the fuck you would do
0: the like, tylenol i don't know whatever it is um but For us Mets fans, and hey, this has been like – it's almost been too easy doing these ads reads. But this podcast and this basically beautiful Mets season that is going to be beautiful when it's all over is brought to you by Coors Light, the beer that's made the chill. We need it more now than ever right now, boys, because this is the time where everyone's losing their shit. We have to keep an even head.
1: These guys come out with like a a minor tear in their hamstring. Kyle's like, drink a Coors Light and get back out there. (laughs) Put some dirt on it. Have a cold one. The mountains are blue. Keep playing exactly so they always say you know
0: what do you like drinking your Coors Light to I like drinking my Coors Light to the Mets winning baseball games and even when the Mets are losing baseball games those blue mountains help me get through it and our friends at Coors Light are going to help make the most of your summer with a chance to win exclusive show merch fun local experiences and even a trip to New York Chicago or Los Angeles all I have to do to enter to win is go to coreslight.com slash believe Again, that's coreslight.com slash believe. That's where you get your beers. You get your Coors Light you and deliver right to your door. All that good stuff. Coors Light is the official beer of everything unofficial. I don't know what that means, but I absolutely love it, which is, again, which I why I love Coors Light. Uh, no purchase necessary. Street Sweepstakes ends August 15, 2022. Game ends September 6, 2022. Uh, all 50 U.S. states and Washington, D.C. 21 or older only. were prohibited. For rules, visit CoorsLiteSummer.com. Celebrate Responsibly, Cores Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Um, had to bring this up to you boys here. And tell me, am I crazy? Am I crazy? Because I was like, we said this on Monday's podcast. We said... Maybe Buck could go to Dusty, two old souls in the game. And go, listen, man, you sit out Alvarez this game. I'll sit. I'm going to. This is my Bucking personage. I'm trying to get my. You sit out Alvarez this game. I'm going <laughs> to sit out McNeil for the next two. And we'll see you guys next week at City. <laughs> Am I crazy to think that this series turns out differently if Jeff McNeil's in the lineup instead no, no, of. Yeah, no, absolutely. Exactly. Because.
3: Exact same thing. because-, because- we don't have uh, Eduardo Escobar or Dom Smith up in those two bases right. or play appearances. So. I was
1: actually thinking that, like, literally in those spots. I was like, God – because when Canna was up, I texted you guys. I said, this is the guy I want up right now. Yep. And he milked the walk, and I was like, okay, you know, obviously don't swing at a bad pitch. And if it's a ball, it's a ball. Take your base. But I'd really rather him swinging the bat there. And then, you know, I was thinking to myself, like, who else – who else would be up in the spot, or who else would I want? And it's McNeil, and that you know he was just uh, unfortunately not there. But I, I mean, McNeil to me, I think you know when it when it if you tell me runners in scoring position, we need a hit. Lindor has done it at like an amazing clip in a clutch fashion. Pete obviously leads the league in doing it, so obviously he probably should be the pick. But I I just feel like McNeil to me is at the point where if he doesn't swing, it's a ball. And I don't yeah. know if umpires respect him on that level yet, but you know, it used to be like if Tony Gwynn doesn't swing the bat, the umpire calls it a ball because that's how it goes. And I'm not saying he deserves Tony Gwynn level respect, but I think his eye is there, like he's that that you know, surgical of a hitter. And and I uh, I love like the way he does. I mean, to me, that's the pick if you need a hit. And uh, those were obviously spots where we needed him. So yeah, I think I think if you weren't thinking about McNeil in those spots. You know, you haven't really been been watching the team because he is the guy.
0: Yeah, I'm almost at the point where I uh, similarly with even Canada and Nimmo, where I'm like, just let them yes. call their own strikes and balls at this point. Yeah. <laughs> it's better. I'll tell you, it was better than the guy who was pitching yesterday, who I'm not even, I, I don't, who was the umpire yesterday? Because he is like my least favorite umpire in the world. One, the one of player. the, wasn't it Wendelstadt was one of the games?
2: It was Wendell Stout one of the games. Yes. I don't know if it was okay. yesterday. Nonetheless, I, I'm with you there. What he is tried your canna back? And then when Buck came out, Buck, I literally assumed that this is how it went. He went, You're really gonna go back at this fucking guy? Like the guy who doesn't say a word. <laughs> yeah, like, if he's telling you, you yeah, didn't in a stop, just watching up. the TV screen, like you fucked up. Like that's pretty much how yeah. it goes. And I do believe though,
1: like he got a makeup call, like the next pitch, right? I was I was in the car at that point and so I didn't see it. But Howie and, and Wayne were like, Well, you know, he made up for it on the other side. So yeah. at least like he did the right thing, but
0: if if everyone's healthy, what do you think our best uh, now it doesn't have to be lineup one through nine, but what is our best
3: alignment? Ooh. Well, man, I just want to talk about the umpire from yesterday. That was Adam Hamari, the same one that ejected Cinder in uh game versus the Dodgers years ago. That was yeah. the ass in the jackpot home plate umpire.
0: The umpire now it makes perfect
3: that, sense. Yeah,
1: that guy's got a, you know, an axe to grind. <laughs> Fuck that dude. That 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 Cinderguard <laughs> ejection was like he, he said, like, one thing and got the boot, right? That's why it was so crazy.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, no, oh, you're, you're done. You're done.
1: Like, what? That guy can't umpire for us anymore. He's 0 for 2 in my mind. Well, I don't know any other game he's fucking up for us. Legitimately, but- like, every umpire needs to be purged from the league. Like, there needs to be a whole new – Baseball is so broken in so many ways, but one of them should be, like, a purge – bring in all new umpires and they all have to face the media and do post game press conferences and pay for you know like, and address their issues all of that would change everything right now they're like uh i said it before it's like they're corrupt cops they just get you know hidden and moved around and that's all that matters
0: yep they are like the teachers where they get put in like the fucking rubber
1: room or something like
0: throw them in the rubber room yep uh all right so what what it, so, obviously, right now we have the injuries with McNeil and whatnot, and we'll see what happens. Our best lineup Pete at first, Jeff at second. Is Yorme like at third base, our like basically yeah. our best option at this well, I'd point? Say, I'd say right, so, yeah. 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 And then, and then Lindor and then short. He- obviously, the outfield is your, your, your Kata, your Marte, and your Nemo. And then, do we trust Nito behind the plate more than McCamley comes back at this point?
3: They're both about the same player in my eyes. If they oh, just have like oh. playing time, I'm
1: taking Nito a hundred thousand uh-huh. times out of a hundred thousand times. I mean, I'm not saying you know, yes, they they are very similar, but Nito does have this this knack, at least currently, for runners in scoring position. I also just think he's, uh, I just like him. I, I think that like players like him. I think he's you know a, a good.
2: We know uh, DeGrom prefers throwing to him. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Not I mean, like that is on such a great game. It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, I I, I would – you know, we were watching uh, Wilson Contreras at Wrigley uh, when we were in Chicago, and they put up, obviously, all the stats on the big the, – the, 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 the Cubs crowd was going wild for him, just knowing that he's gone and knowing that, like, they're the only thing – he's the only thing they've got to cheer for. And, you know, he's probably got a ticket to the Bronx, like, right now as we speak. <laughs> but I'm thinking, like, why – why not us, like – I don't know. We got some catchers already on the roster, but, like, get nuts, Uncle Stevie. Why not? But it would be – that's why, when like, when you had Piazza and even LaDuca to some extent, when you have a catcher who who can hit, it makes – it's like this two-for-one, two birds, one stone sort of thing that makes you feel so much better about your lineup. Is there a chance – I feel like in the next, like, 50 years, they'll just go full DH with the pitcher and the catcher. Like, if you want to – if you're talking about making – you're talking about making hitters. Uh, you're talking about make, scoring more runs and making it more exciting and shit. Just make the pitcher and the catcher this battery that only play on the field, and you put two more batteries. It's like wh- where that was always my argument about the designated hitter in general. Is like why stop there? Why this? Why this one position? Why not? You know, catching is a unique, weird position where you're basically, you know, you're, you're more of a of a pitcher than you are like a, a infielder or why not, you know, second baseman too. They fucking no. are, are there. You know, like why not? Why not just have two full separate teams? And yeah. it's slow it's it's
2: it's pitch, pitch softball where like you're hitting eight home runs a game, and it's like that's an automatic out.
1: Yeah, metal yeah. bats. Why not? <laughs> but, but no, legitimately, like it is kind of weird that it's like catchers kind of have to do way more the same way pitchers do. And so you should focus on just that. And um, But, yeah, anyway, that's my rant about You could be this. like
3: 20 years ahead of the curve on this too. Like in 2040, this would not surprise me whatsoever.
1: <laughs> I really don't think it's that far-fetched the way, the way baseball is going. Uh, Francisco
3: Alvarez basically would be the Shohei Itani of that too. And I mean, speak, yeah. Speaking of Francisco Alvarez, 12 home runs his last 23 games. I mean, I, I, I know it's – I know no matter what his numbers
1: are, it, it's too young – he's too too soon, too young – but maybe not for just like, especially. I think right now it sucks that he plays catcher and, and like we've got Mazika and, and Nito and, uh, you know, everybody. But like when you have this many injuries, isn't there a little bit of wiggle room for like, we got to get crazy with the guy? Sorry. Like we're in a jam. We know he's young, we're not expecting him to stay. But we just need a bat out there, and and then like just because like just who fucking knows, you know? If you do it very carefully, and you under the pre is that water? Can I get one under the <laughs> pretense of like you're you don't worry if you bomb, we can we'll, you'll be sent back down, and it won't be like a knock against you if you do it the right way. And then like who knows what a Frank the Tank? How sweet would it be if the icing on the cake of this great season was that there's a another Frank the Tank? And he's awesome, and everybody forgets about the negative Frank the Tank and only talks about the good one.
3: He actually has an actual nickname in the minors. He goes by L-Troll, so I think I like that, that more. I think, well, that's,
0: I think that's actually
3: our
1: Frank the Tank's
3: new yeah. <laughs> yeah, name. Wait
1: a minute.
0: No, that's his
3: actual nickname, like L-Troll. He wore a jersey with that. T-R-O-L-L? Troll, yes. I
1: mean something in Spanish, or are we talking about? The- I have no idea
3: what where it comes from, but fact, that's his nickname.
1: The fact. Wait a minute. This is some like Truman Show shit. You're telling me that there is a troll who works at Barstool Sports, nicknamed Frank the Tank, and then there's a short, stout, stocky catcher who's a tank in the Miners, nicknamed El Troll.
3: Yes, El Troll.
1: Like we need these two to meet. And, like, throw a penny into the well at the same time as lightning strikes. And we do some Freaky Friday shit because there's, like, some magic going on here that these two guys have the the opposite names. I don't know what's going on.
0: No, in the words of uh, Egon Spangler, oh, no, Kevin, I think that would be extremely bad. That's the gatekeeper (laughs) and the keymaster (laughs) master meeting. (laughs) El Troll. And according to
1: Google Translate, El Troll means troll in English. So, I I mean, mean, it is because he's just, uh, like – you know, like I said, like this short little guy, like a troll under a bridge, like not like an internet troll, like a like a mythical troll.
3: I have no idea where it came from. I remember I saw it on his Instagram a year ago, and I guess he's trying to like adopt it. I I put it in, ch- in our chaff Pabs wants to put it up. Yeah, I'm looking. I mean. You know, troll. What do you
2: think the only problem is with bringing him up now? It's not like it's unprecedented for a team to bring up a twenty-year-old.
3: He's 20-year-old. one of the best hitters um, on, on in the organization. He should be hitting. He should be the DH apparently. Yeah. He's did
2: hitting with Tatis. It's like, what are we waiting for? Is it just because he's catcher? Is because he's
3: twenty it? years old? That's well, really it. Mean,
2: they did it with those guys, and both of those guys excelled. So it's like, I, I are think, I, think two doing I think that it's he's
1: he is. It's not that he's twenty. It's that. Like, those guys brought up Tatis and whoever, but I think they were planning on doing it since he was, like, 18, right? Like, I, I think there was almost a plan. These guys are so good. We know it, and they're coming. I think Alvarez, while we knew he was good, I think he's been, like, ahead of schedule. And I do think that catching is different than, like, just go out there, you know, and if we the you know to play play, yeah. you know, to know a <laughs> uh, clubhouse, to know rotation, to know the the call. I mean, you look at – if, you know, if he goes out there and has a Mazika type of game – it's, it's a Paul whole different
2: They brought up Conforto in 2015. And then I remember like, saying he was, he was in college, so it's different because he's older, more mature mentally type of thing. Maybe. But at the same yeah. time, it's like, that guy can hit. We need a hitter. Why wouldn't you bring him in to at least yeah. try? You know, you know what,
3: because he's 20 years old, and he can't legally drink any alcohol during our World Series run.
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's cake
1: and punch, too. There's cake and punch. <laughs> Don't worry. I remember saying about Conforto when, you know, I was on the verge of a console saying, if this team doesn't make moves, they're they're done, like as as constructed. And and I said in my blog, don't don't say to me Conforto, because like putting all of that on him this early is not you know fair. And he's probably not gonna be, you know, a factor. And boy was I fucking wrong. He was like a, a huge piece of that. Ends up hitting two bombs in the World Series. So like again, why not pick a weekend that's like a soft weekend at home against some you know opponents who weren't great? or some pitching that he would match up well against.
2: See what happens.
0: At this point, and I you know I know like double A AA and triple A is and sometimes sometimes you get better guys in double A, but like if he put him up to triple A, give him a month and if he's still doing anything close to this, I'm 100% bringing him up. But like it's I want it's
2: to- also an Alonzo situation where it's like that guy is clearly a major league hitter and like mm-hmm. it's not a service time thing, it's like he deserves to be with the major league club cuz he's going to make us better. Yeah,
0: and yeah. the good thing is, you know, if if the the, the owners that should not be named were here, we'd be like, we're not going to see him for at least two more years at this point. So the fact that Uncle Steve is going to be like, fuck it, bring him up. I don't care about service time or any of that bullshit. That just makes you feel good. So uh, we're going to get a bat via the dead by the deadline. We're going to get probably two bats by the deadline. And we'll have our catcher. We'll have McCann back. We'll have like a full battery. So we don't have to put Alvarez at catcher. But just having the DH there. Everyone could just settle. I think Alvarez will be here by September at this point.
1: Or, you know, well, yeah, right. They'll probably do it for like the, you know, the 40 man, whatever, extended rosters. Would that be like a definite? Yeah, guy he like he keeps sitting a run every year of the game. I don't know. How you don't
3: think. Yeah, I, I don't know what else he has left to prove. He's already he started out really hot in Double A, went into a slump, now busted out a slump. Maybe he's like striking out too much, but even like defensively, all the pitchers love him down there. And they just rave about his reviews. So I will say,
0: like you, you have to think though, they're gonna want him when he comes up. They're never gonna want to send him down again, and he's not. They don't want him learning
1: how to catch on the fly during a pennant race. So that's I don't the know reason if that's why. That's true. Like, I feel like. Like I said, if, if it's under the circumstances of like we are – we're banged up right now, we need a little bit of a spark, we need an extra body, like you're coming up and almost with the intention of sending him back down, if – you know, I would ra- I think you could say that and then if he hits the cover off the ball, I'd be like, never mind, we were joking, you're here to stay. Because I, I just think there's a way to test it. Because like what if you're missing out? What if he turns out – to be, like, one of the best catchers of all time, and he absolutely was ready, and we were just playing it by, like, the book of how old you have to be and how much time you have to have, and and instead, you know, we say, fuck it, give it a shot, and we end up having, like, a missing piece that was sitting right under our nose the whole time. Yeah, no, it's fair. I mean... I sport where you really get to do that, you know? You don't get to, like you know, uh, so have an unsigned free agent in football that you like test and then can put aside and, you know, G League call-ups are never like influential like these guys. It's – why
2: not take a chance? You get 16 home runs and 16 doubles, and he's hitting 10 points higher than Beatty. It's like – Right. I mean, there's other guys that he's eclipsed that like – I don't know. To me, I, I think now
1: the time to to do it if, if there ever was one. Like if you're not going to do it like next year is the year, if we're going to do like a mid-season type thing – Now is when we're, you know, in in the most need and... I think the fans would almost be like the most understanding if things don't go well. I don't know if it's imp- if it's even possible for Mets fans to be understanding and have some sort of nuance. Probably not. Do you trust but,
0: Billy Epler, Kevin? Because I put him up on the YouTube. Do you oh, trust this guy with the
1: sunglasses fucking, on? And it's I right trust on. that fucking man. I'm looking for the sunglasses around here. We should have a we should have a, a Epler episode. Everybody in the shades at one point. Epler mode. Yeah, Epler mode engaged. Yes, yeah, fuck yeah. Over the other
0: glasses, too. We'll do that for re- the re- trade deadline. <laughs> <that> <laughs> I love it. So yeah, I yeah. think we're going to be all right there. Um, whether or not we'll, – we'll see whenever Alvarez comes out. It, just, it's so. It's like the anti-Kalenec a couple years ago where every time he did something during a game, and you're just like, God damn it, the Mets would lose. Colenic would hit a bomb in the minors for the Mariners. Now it's like the Mets are winning and Alvarez is absolutely ripping the cover off the ball. It's fucking – it's it's everything the Church of Co-Ontology has promised us it would be. Uh, Scherzer. Everyone basically wants him back tomorrow. Sounds like he's been good. Phil, how are we feeling about Scherzer?
3: I think there's a good chance he starts on Sunday. If not, maybe it's not a rehab and it's the weekend after. But we're very, very close with Scherzer that it could be I don't know Sunday. What the point
2: of that is too. If he's gonna throw the innings, why yeah. wouldn't you just do it at the major league? That's league? what I
3: mean. Like he threw 65 pitches on right. Tuesday. Like if he feels good, he's starting Sunday, and no, that's
1: that would be like I, I I this is why I do it. I always just. In my mind, Max Scherzer was out for the whole season. Like, I was just mm-hmm. never counting on him again. So the fact that it's, like, here, technically, like, right before – it'll be, like, the 26th or something. Like, right before July, I – you know, I, has
3: it even been eight weeks? Has it so been a- The no original way? timeline was six to eight weeks. If he comes back Sunday, it's, like, three days before the six-week period. So. Fucking monster, man.
1: Yeah. That guy is built – Different, an absolute freak of nature. We need to like donate his body one day when it's all said and done because whatever he's got up here and the rest of his body is is you know second to none. And,
3: and people are fucking going nuts over a dog bite on his hand like four weeks ago.
1: It's like, <laughs> losers, the biggest fucking losers in the goddamn world. Duncan,
3: did Duncan ever bite?
0: Because it sounds like I've yes. I never.
1: Like they bite. Dogs bite. Yes. That's what they, do. they bite their own. Uh, anytime he had like a like a, he, listen, th- we went to war, me and Duncan. When Shay was born. He used to eat her pacifiers like, at you know, he would steal them from the crib. He would fucking chew them up like a toy. And if I tried to get my hand in there to pull it out, he'd go. Ar, ar, and not in that, like, hey, you're my master and we're on the puppy and we're playing in the way like I will bite your fucking hand off, bro. <laughs> It happens. It happens. It's not a big deal.
0: And you want to talk about dogs? I'm going to throw a little dog on the fucking YouTube for everyone here. This is the guy that will be coming back, and trust me, he's going to come back when he's ready. Max Scherzer pacing in the Binghamton dugout as a rumble pony. That guy is wearing a, a jersey that says rumble ponies on it, and he's still like a fucking shark. This guy is going to come back, and he is going to shove it up whoever ass happens to be in the batter's box that
1: night. Yo, that is going to be – I almost hope he, like – He's gonna come in over like all wound up, overthrowing, be hitting like a hundred and ten on the gun. I hope he comes in and just does his thing and doesn't get like too emotional about it because I'm sure he has been foaming at the fucking mouth thinking about how good this team has been and how much he could like put them over the top if he was there. I'm gonna get close. I'm not even getting
0: excited about James McCann coming back. I'm going to get excited for our friend Thomas Thomas Nito though. That he no longer has to catch every fucking every. game. Then it just means <laughs> Nito will be fresher. He doesn't. His knees are probably like, where the fuck is James McCann? It doesn't matter. James McCann can go over a hundred. Just as long as someone can get behind the plate, call pitches, be a good defensive guy. McNeil, hopefully this weekend, hamstrings. Like every time he runs now, I'm going to be scared. I was scared before this. I felt like his hamstring hasn't been right for like
2: weeks now. Wow. Yeah. This is I think there's a lot of more banged up guys
1: than we even realize. I,
2: I, Monte I think- hit, hit into that double play, and I was like, I don't even care. Like, don't bust down the line if it comes to it. Like, I don't Seriously. need to pull something out. Yeah.
1: Everybody needs to just like take it easy. Like, like truly, you know, you hate when you see like like a guy like Machado gets fucking crushed for lollygagging, and it's like, but sometimes over the course of a billion games in the regular season. If you've hit, hit the ball right to the second baseman and there's a 99.99% chance you're out, just chill. Not everybody needs to be in Nimmo, you know? Exactly. Um, By the way, real quick, I'm going to sound like when you're, you're talking to your girlfriend who's never watched a second of sports. Isn't it kind of ridiculous that the whole sport is predicated around running full speed and stepping on an elevated, like, two-inch mm. thick thing? Like, I'm surprised people don't blow out ankles and twist – all sorts of shit every fucking play you're running like 40 miles an hour and you're slamming on the bag at the same time while someone's stepping right next to it it just seems like a dumb thing that we could (laughs) yeah that's what happened
3: and it's it's always from a stand
2: (laughs) like you're standing around for two hours of a three-hour game and they're like (laughs) yeah as fast as you possibly can
1: (laughs) in the heat in in the summer and step on this awkwardly raised platform i don't know we're talking about automating this shit have it be like a a, you know finish line that you got to cross before the ball hits a, you know just a million ways other than like you know they did it back in you know 1888 because they were just like here's a bag of corn kernels or something <laughs> step on that you know we could probably uh change that at this point
0: they were using a rock probably as a baseball so it's like just because no. we haven't
1: improved all the other technology yeah, I, I, I i was gonna say this for later but it's the perfect segue if we could talk about it i read I don't know if you guys know about this, but I read the most fascinating article on sports illustrated about how they mud up the balls. It's now that the balls are like front and center. And we're talking about the process in which they, you know, make them whether it's juiced or dead or, you know, they're too glossy. You can't get the grip, but there's one family in New Jersey. Uh, the blink blink Crofts, I believe their name is. And, uh, It's it's a fourth generation thing, I believe it's or it's it's him, his father, his grandfather, and then I think maybe his father before that. But at least three generations of this guy living in New Jersey, they have a secret location where the mud comes from near a river in Jersey. They just scoop buckets of it. He takes out all the twigs and shit. He stores it in his garage and they ship it all over all these clubhouses. And then the guys, you know, have a specific rule now on, they said, two fingers <laughs> to a swipe, and you rub it all over the ball for no more than 40 seconds. But the thought that like a multi-billion dollar league <laughs> is, comes down to this like one dude who's like, I got to get my mud. It, it's, and they say that this mud is perfect. It, it absorbs it without discoloring it it's not too gloppy it doesn't fall off the ball it makes it less glossy and slippery but like how has that not been recreated in a lab of some sort that can then be mass produced and recreated like it's kind of crazy that it's just this guy his he's got secret mud we're talking about he literally says i have secret mud <laughs> for major league baseball it's crazy Am I not – are you guys not, like, blown away by that, that it's just some dude, like, scooping up fucking buckets?
3: I hate
2: Rob Manfred.
3: (laughs) so motherfucking (laughs) This league is so dumb. That's, That's, uh,
2: that's (laughs) like, the the touch point of, like, this team is living in the past completely. I mean, this game's living in the past completely, and they're trying to, like, bring it along. But it's, like, some things – just America's pastime. You just got to chalk it up to that. I was, like, now they don't do it, but it was, like, the mom-and-pop – Schedulers, yeah, like just yeah. two people that would sit there for hours on end to schedule out games for like the six years in advance type of thing. I don't the fact think that there's one game. button you push on an Excel
1: spreadsheet, the pivot table turns it out. Here's everybody's records, here's everybody's schedule. Like that should be done in a heartbeat with all these analytics these days. The game is just so uh, another thing I wanted to talk about, I was going to bring up later. Pete Alonso goes on uh, Chrissy Chaos with Chris DiStefano because Chris is now like an honorary. Uh, Puerto Rican member of the Cohen family. And they did a great interview and like, they let it fly a little bit, but like, I know that they were super sensitive about like everything he said. And it's like, here's a guy like Pete who's dying to show his personality. You can tell like every time he wants to really say what he wants and what he's thinking. And he just like, they he can't and they have to take this out and they have to change that. And between that and the, that sort of stuff, and then the way they treat social media, you know, they're they're, they're doing all these other rule changes and pace of play and all that shit. You know what will work a lot better? Let your players be normal fucking humans and let, let that rip. Turn them into superstars like Steph Curry's and like even the way that like the NBA has like beef with each other and they argue on Instagram and they throw shade at each other on Twitter and stuff. Like, that's what the young people are going to like, and that doesn't really uh, impact anything on the field. You don't have to fuck with balls. You don't have to fuck with schedules, any of that. Just let these guys be the cool, cocky, badass motherfuckers that they are and let us show that on the internet. That's
2: a double-edged sword. That's that's Stroman and Syndergaard. That's a a double-edged sword. True. But But – like, the, Don't be assholes. Don't
1: let your personality be an asshole. <laughs> that is the thing. The, the only people doing it's Bauer, it's Syndergaard, it's Stroman. Oh it's a bunch God. of assholes no. who who are the ones who, like, I guess kind of break the rules or the unwritten rules, and they're fucking lame. If everybody was talking and everybody was posting and, and making videos and coming on, on podcasts and shit, telling me Jazz Chisholm's not, like, the coolest guy on the fucking planet? You're telling me if him – And Fernando Tatis were jawing at each other, having beef, that it wouldn't be awesome if Pete could get out there and drop F-bombs and say whatever he wants on on a podcast like ours. Like, people would love this shit. And that's what turns you into real superstars. And that's what turns you into, like, a global product. And instead, you know, it's like, I guess we finally have accepted bat flips, sort of. But, like, you know, that's all we've got. It's like you're allowed to kind of celebrate home runs. And (laughs) – you know, you listen if you listen to Chris and just Stefano, it's still very funny. He's talking about which which toilets in the clubhouse and the dugout you're allowed to take a shit in and which ones you're not. He called them Petey speed wipes at one point. He was talking about what happens when you got to take a shit in the middle of the game. Pete goes, you basically just run back in there and give yourself a hemorrhoid because you're <laughs> pushing out so hard, and then you got a speed wipe. And you don't even know if you did a good enough job. And then someone's yelling, there's two outs. And then you really got to rush. And Chris is like, all right, PD Speed wipes. what's going on, man? I mean, it's, it's like, give me more of that, dude. We already love these guys. Imagine if you knew all the ins and outs and how cool they actually were. And then, you know, we wouldn't be talking about the balls. We'd be talking about the fucking product on the field. Instead of all the shit they do wrong, we'd be talking about all the stuff that's actually interesting.
0: And you see, like, Joey Votto's trying to get into it now, but everyone's like, oh, Joey Votto's trying to get into this for his next part of his career, right? Which is good. More people should be like that. No one knew Joey – like, everyone knew Joey Votto could be, like, fun, like, interacting with fans here and there. Everyone should be like, let me do this now while – You know, I'm a 300-hitter, and everyone fucking loves me. Joey Votto's doing this kind of at the tail end of his career. It's crazy that not more people do it. But, again, it's the fucking goose-gellings of the world that are scaring these guys. These guys aren't trying hard
1: enough. (laughs) I think think we are, like, I guess one generation's worth. One more generation, all these old white guys are going to die. They're not going to be in charge. They're not going to be running the show. And you're at least going to start to get people, like, closer to our age, Clem, and our demo, like our, you know, bracket, if you will, that are like, yeah, I don't know. Let the fucking players curse on a podcast.
2: Let them, Does yeah, Alonzo yeah, still, still have YouTube? a little bit of weed? What Does Alonso still have his YouTube channel? He, like, suspended it last year when he was in a slump or whatever, right? I think that that was, I, I,
1: he, I think that was more of a, like, I'm yeah. right now and I don't want yeah. I don't, to. I don't think you should need to go as far. I, I don't like that. That Trevor Bauer – I don't like Trevor Bauer, period. But I, one of the things I hated uh, besides him being a, a, like a scumbag of a human was <laughs> I was like it feels like you're a baseball player second. Yeah. And that's where it gets annoying. Let – you don't need to have a YouTube channel. Come on our YouTube channel. Right. Come on Chris DeSevito's YouTube channel. and But be real and talk about real shit. And instead, you know, you could – Chris is referencing it the whole time. There's a PR person behind the camera. And he's like, oh, she didn't like that one. And they were all tame. It
2: was, none of them was bad. That's why like the Boys is just like they just get on the bus and they just chop it up. And it's like there's a new player every time. I've listened to episodes where I, like, I don't even know who it is that's the guest. And I'm like, this is great because it just humanizes right. them. And you're right. like It is just so calculated of like here are your talking points. Here's what you can do. And like now the Mets have their new podcast or whatever, and it's like they're trying to get into that direction, but they can't. Well, also, yeah, what happens really?
1: Like the team slaps you on the wrist, right? Like, has yeah. there ever been an example of someone who got themselves in so much trouble that they like talked them their way out of a multi-million dollar contract or got suspended or whatever? It's like, you know, the, the team yells at you. It's like just ask for forgiveness and not permission. Just have some fucking fun, man. It's crazy. PD speed wipes next time he's running the bases looking like goofball, I'm calling him speed speed wipes. Yeah,
0: the old sniff of the finger means a whole new thing with your PD fucking speed wipes, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I tried so much blogged about that. I tried to find that gift for him to put it on the blog, but couldn't couldn't find it. Now, uh, all fair points, and like Phil, you you live in like the the like Twitter especially in
2: Major League Baseball, like more guys like that would be awesome for it, right?
3: Yeah, just more like personalities, like that's That's it.
2: Especially right. with the international market, too. Like, those guys, they have an entire country that's just focused on them. Like, there's, like um, – well, it's opposite in Cuba. They don't air those guys if they defect it or whatever. But, like, if you're Shohei Ohtani where you're superstar there and it's, like, market here, he should easily – like, we always say Trout's not marketable. That dude should be on another – he should have a billion followers.
1: Ohtani goes two three-run bombs – into eight innings, four, 13 strikeouts the next day. They said "There's only he's the only person in MLB history to ever have two, three-run home runs in a game and also have three, 13 strikeouts in a game. He did it in 48 hours. Yeah. And it's like a you know an afterthought in the rest of the sports world. Baseball's talking about it. Nobody else is. That guy should be on – Every, I mean, I guess it's a little bit of a language issue, perhaps. But every podcast, he should be, like you said, a bit, like literally, probably like one billion followers. That guy should have. It it is, it's just such a missed opportunity. And they focus on all the wrong shit. It's like you don't need to worry about how many seconds are in the. You're outside the batter's box if these guys are beloved by everybody because we know how cool they are. I think it's a little ridiculous. We could, you know, we could speed it up a little bit, but shaving eleven minutes off of a game doesn't do anything. You know what does do it? Like knowing who, how how awesome Otani is and knowing that, you know, he's beefing with this guy and knowing the drama and the, you know, all of that. It's a soap opera, man. Let the people know the
3: storylines. And the international market's like really crazy in all other sports. Like I remember like a year ago it got pointed out to me Jeremy Lin has fucking videos on YouTube of his Summer League highlights with millions of views. Yes. And he's not even, like, a top, like, anything. 500 player ever. Like, yeah, the international market's crazy. I don't know and why. you an example
2: that. for it with the World Baseball Classic every four years. Those crowds are wild. Yes. You don't have anything near that when you come to the Major League parks. And it's like, yeah, they're going to sell eight minutes worth of commercials, but they need you to get into the box immediately. It's like, put the logo on their jersey, put their logo on the helmet, and cut the commercials so we could speed the game up, and it, more people would watch.
0: And I had to I had to point out this tweet because <clears throat> it went viral the other day um, again. But uh, Matt Matt, uh, Matt Tomek, every time I see an Angels highlight, it's like Mike Trout hit three home runs and raises average to 528. Well, Shohei Otani did something that hasn't been oh. done since Tungsten Arm O'Doyle of the 1921 Groomsman, and the, as the Tigers defeated the Angels yeah. 8-3. to Like, if you're just some shitty team in California no one cares about, it really is
1: just like – Tungsten kind of O'Doyle from the Groomsman is a very funny line. Is that guy, like, well-known or is that just a random fan? That's I a think very – that's just yeah. I don't know if he's uh, if he's uh, an
0: actual like if he's big on Twitter, but that was a That's A plus plus tweet by by Matt, Matt Tomic here. Um, so I, again, that guy with the sunglasses, Epler mode. Could he be bringing? Uh, do you would like? I, it's silly to say. Would you want Otani? But like I know that the like the whispers were that he he preferred like a West Coast team, a little quieter. Would you say if Hotani say he wanted to come here, Uncle Stevie building this machine, this new media thing, Epler as the GM that he is comfort with, would he be number one on your wish list over a soto? And this is this is our we are now Yankees fan segments of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, start yeah, talking
3: yeah. like fucking gobago Yankees. I, mean, Yankee I fans. love how Otani's one of my favorite players. I do think there's gonna be a point in his career though where he has to either scrap pitching or hitting. I don't think he could be a two way player for ten Why years. Why not? Because it's very hard to do. <laughs> Is it? He's doing it right now. You know, it, he's doing it for like three or four years. If he can do it for 15, that's amazing. He's a Hall of Famer then. Yeah. It's I, I do like, see why.
2: You're tying up I, so much money that you're not going to be as competitive. If this guy – they're saying he's going to – more average annual than Scherzer and he's a position player. Like he's going to make – you want to talk about a half a billion dollar player. Like you're looking at it right there.
3: And you know
1: what, right, the, but He's he a two for one. Win. So it's like, you know – you're you're kind of coming out ahead, I think. If you had two twenty-five million dollars players, and, and and you free up a roster spot, you got a guy like uh, like Cohen who can just keep throwing. I I don't know. I mean, I think that we, I think that we think it's hard because we've been told that's the way it has to be, and it's like if you if you condition yourself like there's going to be a whole generation of kids now growing up trying to do that, and I think if you're just like I throw the ball a lot. And that doesn't affect like how I swing the bat and and, like swinging the bat doesn't really make me tired as a pitcher. Like I just don't necessarily know why those two things have to be uh, mutually exclusive. If you, if it comes to you naturally, if you're like a borderline pitcher and you're like, I need to focus every effort on hitting the exact spot. uh, And so I'm not even going to take these cuts and then, you know, I'm going to be a shitty hitter. But if it's like what you do, he literally doesn't take batting practice. He just shows up. Like, that's crazy. fucking crazy. Like, is there a reason? I, I know it's just that it's, you know, every inning you're pitching, it's it's physically harder, it's more labor, but, like, nobody else's defense is, you know, completely precludes them. We have hitting catchers all the time. We, like, you go back what I was talking about. Catchers are on their fucking, you know, squat for nine innings a game, mentally and physically putting their shit through it, and they play several times a week. And, you know, it just doesn't seem that it has to be one or the other. Uh and I, I think, like, the next generation, there's going to be a couple Otanis, you know, a couple guys who can do it, at least on some level. I don't know why it has to be that way. Like, because also baseball is, is a stupid sport. Like, if he just focuses on just hitting, do you think he's going to bat 500? No. He, you know, he raises his point, raises his batting average, like, 20 points. I don't know. It's like, I, I would rather, you know, you keep doing what you're doing on an unprecedented level than be, like, a little bit better of a hitter.
2: Josh Hamilton was going to be a one or two pick as either a pitcher or a position player. And they were like, you have to pick John Olerud was a two way player in college. The award is named after him in college. Like there's plenty of people who like probably could have, I don't know if they would have been yeah. to his level where he's like an ace, but like, there's definitely athletic enough people that have been in the league where they were like, this isn't how you do it. So you have to choose. And he was just like, no. <laughs>
0: yeah. So that's, that's a, that's a, a question for another time, I suppose. Um, Again, and then Juan Soto's out there. Again, we're such assholes. Aaron Judge. I love I love what Aaron Judge is doing. I'm happy he's going to get paid. I, I prefer, again, prefer it not be us. I would like the power, the the photoshops of the, him in Mets' jerseys. So I know it probably drives a certain segment of uh, baseball Twitter crazy. Um, but looking ahead here <clears throat> with the team we have now, Marlins for three. And Kyle, you said it best. That Astros series, the best way is just to make it one series. It's the two games that were just played and the two games that are at Citi Field, by the way, Barstool, the ballpark fucking let's go out and let's fucking scream at Alvarez and scare the shit out of him a little bit with some New York fucking hospitality here. Uh Go on the, we got to believe social media. You can see the, uh, the link for to get uh, your Barstool, the ballpark Pavs If you could put the uh, link in the chat there for anyone who wants, wants to come out, uh, drink your face off, eat some food and uh, scream at the Astros and watch I think the Mets are going to come out. Like, Buck's going to look to send a message in that first game. And that's the first game of the series. I think he's going to be like, we're not the team that just got their dicks kicked in in Houston, hopefully healthy. And we don't have, uh, we have. Valdez and I think Garcia are the two that are pitching
3: next week as of now I think, yeah we miss Verlander again because he pitches this weekend
0: yeah so um we got the Marlins coming up next though Alcantara on Friday good chance of a you know first real losing streak here um alguilar is going to be playing but I don't know man again anything worse than two out of three even with an Alcantara I consider I would consider that a failure
1: Sh- Alcantara Al- is your new shirtzer. It's just a motherfucker for you, Clem. What am I saying?
0: What am I saying oh. wrong?
1: It, it, it well a second ago it was alcantara i think you said and i, and then, I got the mario in my head because they were just the yeah. talking mario that, mario funny sometimes you motherfuckers make fun of me for mario or saying alcantara and shit like that i mean we went through with Beltran, beltran Beltran. but i mean there was a time where i kept calling him alcantara every time i said it. i just it physically i couldn't say the yeah. word right so
3: we'll <laughs> give him a nickname if they've been used before we'll call him the sandman yeah, the sandman, yeah, yeah, no yeah one's that's ever that. Right. no one's ever done that by the way we heard that
1: uh the 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 Astros were, are using uh, Diaz's uh, Blaster Jacks. No, 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 I I don't know why the Nationals play it a lot. Apparently, the Astros are doing it. I don't know if this is like a new age thing. But back in the day, you know, unless it was like Billy Wagner and and uh, and and when Mariano stole Billy Wagner's, that was like the only time anybody used two different uh, two of the same songs. Everybody has their own fucking thing. You leave, you leave Edwin Diaz's music, keep that off your fucking speakers. It's only like one guy who gets those
3: trumpets. In, in the, uh, I, I tweeted this out about the Astros. Them letting the Braves on a World Series did more damage to the game of baseball than the 2017 cheating scandal. I will <laughs> go to my grave with that. Them letting the Braves and their fans on a World Series yeah. ruined the game.
1: Now they really are that bad. And I hate to even give them credit because I know that's going to make the Chirp crew come out even harder. But, like, the Yankees were this – you know, the Yankees are these, like, 27 rings, we're better than you, World Series or bust type of fans, as they should be. And the Braves fans, it's like you're the opposite of that somehow. And I'm like, you just won a fucking World Series, and this is how you guys act? It's it's very off-putting, very unbecoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm ever like that after the Mets win a World Series, just, you know, make fun of me relentlessly because Braves fans are just like, ugh. This is how you do your victory lap? Like, this is what you're saying and how you're talking? Give me a break. You guys are the worst. We're talking scheduling
0: and winning percentages. This is a fucking – again, pay them no mind. I'm not looking at you dudes. I'm looking past you. All I care about is the 25 fucking idiots in Queens and whatever guys come up because they all get hit by pitches or get hurt in crazy ways. Um, So, yeah, Marlins, again, this day off, these two days off this week, we're incredible the way the schedule has broken where there's no late games there's a bunch of days off in spots we wouldn't usually get them this is an enjoyable baseball season right now so enjoy it while it's here boys uh we got the marlins then obviously houston then the rangers so like finding out who's on the rangers is gonna be fun in- next week right i couldn't tell you <laughs> like more than
1: three guys on the squad Bro, right now, so, in yeah, my like, head i couldn't tell you fucking anybody uh i, I just want to say before we sign off like God bless you, Clem. Hope you're right. There's been a lot of times you, you, you've had your finger on the pulse of this team. I think this is going to be our rough patch and our first one. And I I just want people to know, like, that happens, okay? And, you know, and if the Braves go ahead and go on a, a, a sweep streak again, they're going to cut into the lead. That's how it's going to happen. Uh, it's still only June. We're still very injured. Like, still have not had a bad streak until now. I, I'm I'm preaching and I'm just shouting into the abyss because no one is going to pay attention to this or listen to what I say. But like, goddamn, just show an ounce of fucking slack, an ounce of like logic. Think about like who's out there. You know, it's like Meeks always first to point out. It's like this is our seventh starting pitcher, and we're putting like our eight. eight. eighth starting pitcher with a you know a, a couple replacement players in the lineup, and we had to pitch our like last man on the roster in the high leverage spot because, you know, our bullpen is taxed or injured as well. And like, yeah, you know, you lose games to the Cy Young winners and you lose games to the defending, uh, you know, AL crown and you lose games to the the good teams, you know, and when you string a couple together, it's, it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen right now, to be honest. But I hope I'm wrong. I've been wrong. Clem has been right. Ninety-six is the is the number. I've been wrong about a lot with this team so far. So please, God, let it be wrong again. But if it's not, just please don't be the worst fucking fan base in the world.
0: If there was a couple words, Kevin, what would you say to the fan base? No matter what happens, when those probably are going? like
1: uh, you, uh, you sh- should put, uh, put put faith in the. Then you gotta believe. Gotta believe. Gotta believe. Gotta believe.